Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There was a study, it was in newspapers in the last uh, days and weeks, a study that was done among hundreds of secondary school students here in Ireland and in the UK about sexual harassment by teachers. And it threw up some very interesting and disturbing results. There was nearly 600 people took part. Nearly 250 of them were Irish. They were all over 18 taking part in the survey, but they were asked about their experiences in school. And some of them said they were asked on dates by their own teachers. Others uh, alleged they were touched inappropriately and called things they shouldn't have been called and spoken to in ways they shouldn't have been spoken to. One teacher said to a young woman of 14 or a young girl of 14 that if I wasn't his student, things would be different between us. Quite shocking reading, actually, in your papers. The survey was led by Dr. Kate Dawson uh, at the University of Greenwich. And she joins me now. We'll start by giving me the background to it, Kate, if you would, please. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, well, so we started, um, I, I suppose, my research areas in the field of sexual violence and consent intervention development. So I was working for a long time with the Active Consent Programme in the University of Galway. And the research that I'm interested in, it focuses on hierarchies and how people kind of exploit hierarchies and exploit boundaries. And you know, I was focusing a lot on teenagers harassing um, teenagers and I started to dig a little deeper and found that there was really no literature whatsoever on teacher to student harassment. Yeah. Um, and even just from conducting my own research over the past few years, this is something that's come up in interviews before, you know, that, uh, you, you know, people would have thought that this kind of behaviour with a partner was acceptable because they'd seen it all throughout school, for example, you know, wow. the teacher used to behave this way to them, for example. So that's kind of where it started. It was a pilot study, you know, started as a pilot study. We were kind of throwing it out there. We sent out one recruitment post on social media and we got over 600, um, I think we were close, close to a thousand people actually started the survey. Um, but then we ended up with 600 complete responses. So they're the ones that are uh, in the report. With, with the stuff there I summarized uh, before I came to you, was that content shocking when you read it back? Yeah, it was. And 
I mean, you know, when you work in the area of sexual violence, you end up having to sort of learn how to kind of distance yourself from the data that you're dealing with on a daily basis because it's, you know, can be distressing, can be very overwhelming. And this was the first time in maybe six or seven years that, you know, I, I went I went to bed after my data started coming in and I was reading through all of these quotes and I was just lying there like, oh my God, how is this happening now in our schools? Yeah. You know, when there's been so much awareness drawn to this of public campaigns, you know, around educating people about consent. You know, I live in London now, you know, and a lot of our data is based in London. And there's, all you know, signs all over the tube about, you know, how to identify signs of harassment, what to do if you see someone being harassed. And the reality then is that there's people adults who are dealing with children who are arguably you know like some of the most most vulnerable people in our society who aren't being trained on on and how not to harass somebody or what is appropriate what's inappropriate or inappropriate and since it came out your lines have been busy your emails have been busy people i think now see this report as an invitation to come and tell their story Yes. And um, I would say to your listeners that, you know, within the next few weeks, we're going to open the survey again. So if they follow me on Twitter uh, or Instagram, they'll be able to find the link there. But yeah, as you said, loads of people, I've had emails from teachers from different schools around Ireland and the UK saying that, you know, this is something that they've raised concerns about in their school before and that nothing was done about it uh, and that they don't that it's an issue that they, they're seeing, you know, they're seeing examples of harassment um, and inappropriate behaviour, inappropriate sexual language and things like that, uh, but they don't really know how to deal with it. Some teachers are being really proactive and they've been in touch with me about how do we develop trainings and things like that. And I think that's the next logical step. You know, yeah. obviously we need more data, but we also need to be able to to train teachers as well on, on, on how to be a bystander in these instances we know that a lot of teachers are seeing this so they should be able to call it out without feeling like they could be ostracized at work or they could lose their jobs or that they could completely lose their friend group you know because oftentimes these are people that they you know they like and that they're working with and that's something that often is the case when you're dealing with instances of harassment is that it's not as if that person is just a bad person you know we need to stop thinking about harassment and violence in terms of being so black and white because good people people we understand to be good people good colleagues good friends you know they can harass as well and we need to step away from that so that people can report it Hmm. some of what i read in the report and has made media it it would be considered when i was going to school as really creepy behavior you would have thought it wasn't something you would get away with anymore but yet it's happening some of it like people teachers trying to kiss students um, asking them out on dates like it's just it's bizarre it is bizarre and for example some of the quotes you know uh, a teacher tried to kiss me at the Debs or whatever this is in front of other students and more than likely there's other members of staff there as well but a lot of the incidents you know they're not happening one-to-one it's not like they're Yes, some examples are happening, you know, behind closed doors, mm. but a lot of them are happening in the classroom. You know, a teacher sitting down beside a student and rubbing their leg or saying, you know, making sexual gestures directed at a student in front of the whole class and the class are laughing. You know, and this, the examples that we've included in the report are only a flavor of the data. You know, there were so many experiences that were very similar. So these aren't one offs, you know, this is happening in 
various different schools across the country. We even had a few people who who had been to different secondary schools around Ireland, for example, and they said that I went to three secondary schools and this was happening in every secondary school that I went to. Something else that seems to come up is that when when a person, a student, would try to report behaviour that they found inappropriate or made them uncomfortable, they weren't always met with the right response, were they? No, uh, I mean, very few respondents said that they reported it. And those who did, they were kind of met with disbelief, just being like, don't, you know, stop making stuff up. You're causing a fuss, you're being a troublemaker. Or they were made out to be exaggerating to like, oh, so-and-so is, you know, they meant no harm by it. Like, stop overreacting. You know, they're a good person. There were a good few examples of people who reported more serious instances of harassment and the, that the teacher, you know, was, st- was still in the school. There's no reporting mechanisms in place, first of all. You know, it's very difficult for for students to actually report something without getting their parent or the, the school directly involved. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of te- uh, teenagers might not realise that there are alternative places where they can report things. But normally, you know, they're hardly going to report it to the the principal because in their mind, you know, the principal is probably best friends with the teacher. And then it's going to be very difficult to say to their parent because they'll think the parent is is going to go directly to the school. And sometimes they just need to, to say it, you know, so they can get the support. Um, but I think it is very frightening for students when they think that, OK, if I say this, it's going to blow up. You know, I think that that's what their initial reaction is and that their control will completely be taken away from them. And we were talking last week about some of the reasons that girls leave sport in their teens. Um, And some of what's coming through this report, Kate, there's certainly a reason there, inappropriate behaviour by teachers and sports coaches. Yeah, you know, anywhere where there's hierarchies or where somebody has control, where an adult has control over over a child and kind of, I suppose, is dealing with them in an intimate way anyway. Because we. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, when you're playing sports, there's less of sort of clear delineated boundaries around what's acceptable with regard to, you know, maybe even walking into changing rooms and things like that. It's harder to call out a teacher for walking into your changing room if they're your coach. You know, it's so things like that can can start in that way. But yeah, there were some, uh, some of the findings did speak to experiences that were very severe that are probably not appropriate to say on the radio. Well, give me some idea. You don't have to go too graphic on it, Kate, but give me some idea because this is serious and it's happening in the real world. So give me some idea. Okay, well, as you know, there was um, 
a respondent who who was very young when she filled out the report or filled out the survey, she was 18, between the ages of 18 and 24. So meaning that this has recently happened to her in, in school. Uh, but she was at an event, you know, like an athletics related event. And that the teacher who is also leading this sport took her to uh, a kind of a private location and closed the door and then put his hand down her jersey and pass, tried to pass it off as if he was helping to regulate her breathing, but he, he was stroking her breast. And you know, when I first read that quote, I was like, oh my God, you know, this is, I, I never imagined that that would come up again in the same data set within only 600 people. But there were three examples of that, three examples in Ireland, you know, where teachers are using this, making an excuse to touch a person's body. Um, and I think that is obviously when, you, when you're playing sports, it can create, you know, further opportunities, I guess, for predators to exploit a young person. Unfortunately, there were examples in the school context as well, you know, that teacher saying something like, oh, it looks like you're getting a sunburn and opening a student's blouse and touch, putting their hand on their breast. So it beggars belief that people can get away with this. Um, and that is what has been happening so far. Now, you say you'll be opening this survey again, and certainly feel free to contact us when you do. But what do you intend to do with all of this data, all of these experiences? So I guess, it, you know, it's only when we have nat- nationally representative data or, or enough data to kind of present this as an issue that needs to be addressed. Because at the moment, we can say, look, to the Department of Education or to the government, like these are experiences that people have had. But with regard to you know, recent experiences, we don't know if this speaks to 10 people or to one-tenth of the Mm. whole population. So we need to collect more data in the first instance so that we can develop um, better reporting mechanisms for for people who've experienced this, but also training for teachers. Guidelines need to be clearer on what's appropriate and what's inappropriate because it's not good enough to just hope for the best and think that common sense will prevail because oftentimes that's not the case. It's a tough read, this report. It's a brief read, 20-something pages, but I think it's a very important one. And thanks for taking my call today, Kate. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. Dr. Kate Dawson. Just that thing she said to us there about, you know, happened to young women at sports events. Mm. It was earlier this month, or at least late last month, I think earlier this month, we were talking about some of the reasons why so many young women leave sport. Uh, I'm not saying there's a connection, but then again, I'm not saying there isn't. 0818 96 96 96. Just on Catherine's comment about breastfeeding versus bottle, and the two things that struck out to me from her message was breast bottle feeding is not normal, nor should be promoted as such. And then she says, why would you give your precious baby something meant for a calf? Now, on the phone, someone here says, I think Catherine means biologically normal. She's not talking about a social norm, just to help you understand it. Okay, I don't need help understanding Catherine's words. She is saying very clearly, bottle, it's her view to which she's entitled, bottle, bottle, bottle feeding is not normal nor should it be promoted to such. I would think that any young mum who has tried and not been able to breastfeed or been overwhelmed by the prospect of breastfeeding, as the Queen Bee was 20-something years ago, she just didn't want to know. She found it overwhelming, the prospect of trying to handle twins. 
which you, know, you can see her point. But that message from Catherine is pretty much telling them they're not normal. And that's how I interpret it. So, and I'm not even one of these people. Back to Dr. Kate Dawson and the research um, that she did about sexual harassment in schools where there was about 500 people or 600 people interviewed in Britain and Ireland uh, and said they'd experienced sexual harassment by a teacher. They were all between the ages of 18 and 24 by the time they took part in the survey. So not exactly old people, but people who've been through the school system recently. Geraldine, you were listening. Good morning. Hello, Geraldine. Hi. Hi, PJ. How Hi. are you? You, you heard um, Dr. Dawson. You wanted to say something. I did. And, and look, I presume, you know, Dr. Dawson, obviously, it's a very important um, study she did in a, in a survey. But just from my own point of view, I worked in a school for nearly 20 years locally in Cove. Um, now, not teaching as an SNA, but I just thought that it's important to let parents know that I, I've never witnessed anything at all inappropriate, but also that when when teachers start back, and this applies to, I presume, every school in September, they don't go back. When the kids go back, it's like, say, there's always three days previously where there are intensive child protection courses that have to take place. Um, and also, you know, you're informed of within the school who the designated person to go to is if you see anything inappropriate and you're actually obliged to it's not like oh you know I think I will or I think I won't you're obliged to do and report go and report anything mm. it's generally the vice principal who will have to act on it and the principal will have to act on it and it, 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 they're very intensive and I'm sure you know I just felt that was important to kind of say that because sure. I, if you're a parent listening you know, possibly thinking, oh, my God, are my kids okay? And I presume, you know, the study, I would think would be, you know, slightly historical, maybe. I don't know. I could be well, wrong. Well, well most but of the people who took part are now aged between 18 and 24. So it's not the dark ages. It's maybe the last you know, five to ten yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, not diminishing it in any way. Very important, obviously, mm. to have done it. But just kind of... I kind of thought it was important to maybe say just because I wouldn't have been aware previously to working in a school that, you know, you know, all the safety, I suppose, the safety precautions and all the protocols that's in place in every school now. Um, So just that was it simply to I would like to say that because. I mean, I would have great admiration for the teachers that I worked with. They do a great job, and Mm -hmm. the schools do a great job under extreme pressure. Indeed, indeed. Lots of different areas. But just I thought it was important to say that um, maybe parents weren't aware of all of the... And, like, it's a very serious issue, and teachers and staff take it extremely seriously. You know, to the extent that, you know, the way you would... I, I would say teachers would even be afraid to give a child a pat on the back, you know, that kind of way, yeah. as opposed to back in the day, you know. So I just thought it was important to say. And and, and, and very well said, uh, Geraldine, okay. very well said. No Thank you for your call. Much yeah. appreciated. Cheers. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you, PJ. Bye. Thank you. 0818 96 96 96.
That survey is all over the newspapers. Google it and you will find it. One thing that Dr. Dawson did say is that the findings of this study must lead to future study. That's how good research is done. You do a research project, you find out something, then you go back and you do deeper research and maybe you'll find out more. Thank you, Geraldine. Excellent call. Quartz 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 